the alternative stories and fake realities podcast audio drama poetry fiction You're listening to the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Thank you for joining us for this short audio anthology celebrating the UK's National Poetry Day and the launch of the Seren Poetry podcast, which Alternative Stories have produced for Seren Books. The theme for National Poetry Day this year is the environment, and we've chosen a selection of poems from forthcoming editions of the Seren Poetry Podcast that broadly fit the theme. All of the poems you'll hear are read by their authors. If you enjoy this selection, please subscribe to the Seren Poetry Podcast in your favourite podcast app. Each podcast contains a long-form conversation with a poet and readings of their work. Our first edition, featuring Polly Atkin, is out today, 6th of October, and we'll start this podcast with a poem by Polly. Queen of the Woods The green queen of the woods is dead. I found her skull becoming the forest floor, transmuting to moss, waving towards the thin light as fronds, so damp with reaching whilst also sinking, becoming earth, whilst also rising out of it, a magnificent mushroom, greening from grey, with eye sockets and nasal sockets and the stubs of horns, like the god she is, scattering herself out into it, the green, re-becoming, Feral, lost. The queen of the woods is dead. Long live the queen of the woods. Long may she thrive, may she thrive. Carolyn Jess Cook. Confrontation. Why did you come? To the serrated wastes, wolf winter, flucra incessant as loneliness, light paired to a foil. I think of Amundsen eating his dogs. Shackleton's ship crushed by ice, months exposed, snow-thistled beards, frost-black digits, teeth split open by cold. Why did you come? Behind each comfort, death hides. But here I'm in the shiv of his stare, and he in mine. Christopher Meredith Steampunk Jungle That hot day, 
When the ridge in perpetual shade, even that ridge bulging above us, sweated and steamed, we walked, you and I, through the hot mash in darkness, where they ripped up the rail track and the river was sunstruck and brown through the trees, and the streams off the mountain, the paths and the ditches, were black with dead waters, and huge beeches and oak dug their toes in black scree that urged them to slide and to topple and crush us. We walked, you and I, in the drowning forest, in the lattice of darkness and splashes of sunlight that lasered the and look, you said, look, the marsh orchids. And mechanical as lampposts, they lit up the walkway to that branch-tangled shrine in the steampunk jungle, a gibbet with pit boots, a pit lamp and battery, a hard hat on a post like a skull in a story, dead flowers, old snapshots and felt pen endearments, this makeshift memorial to those four last miners, maybe the very last to drown in these mountains in black mud and stone. And we passed fallen tunnels like broken gods gaping, smashed chapels of engines in ivy lianas. And amid the racked forest, a pylon surged upward. Out of the bramble, the fern and the knotweed, and mineral grew scaly and xylem and girder, and soared overhead in the paleozoic or anthropocene. And look, you said, look. And there, in the rust rills that ran from the mountain among roots and rail ends, look. And there was the cracked cog of some great machine, and with mud-rusty fingers we hauled it from water, the massy half-disc of it, hand-thick and fluted, precise notches locking on sweating air, and we carried it down to the still-living river, and washed it where alder tongues lapped at the water, we washed it, this relic, this fragment of hubris, and didn't know then, there was no hand that made it, this fibre made iron, this fern from the hot swamps, from the ages when sweet air bred marvels and giants, and oh, my dead fathers, my burning earth's children who forced me to witness, it never was crushed to the carbon that killed us. And we didn't know then it would wither in sunlight and crumble to nothing, this tree before time. And over the drum rush where river beat boulders, we heard the mad traffic still roaring for murder, and a pterosaur heron wheeled over the river, and a dipper too beaten for flying or driving fell down on a rock at the seething brown waters and spreading the cross of herself on the stone she grew still. Rian Edwards Rodoywith When I took the powers of the oak and the broom and the meadow sweet and made them woman, that was a great wrong to give those powers a thinking mind. The owl service. I am flowerface, conjured, not born. I am alchemized from earth, not the humdrum of bone. My DNA is flora, I am chimera, a mosaic of petals, a molotov cocktail of meadowsweet broom, oak blossom, eye bleed syrup and sap. My meadowsweet, meadwort, bridewort grows in dampness. I am the strewing herb to sensual floors. I almond your stewed fruit. I am tea for your gout and fever, aspirin for your acid gut. I am the gorse flowers of broom, I thrive in parched ground. I am dyer's broom, jaundicing your wool. I am salad, raw, pickled, I poison your pregnancy. I am the hanging catkin of oak, a ticking time bomb of pollen. I am the primeval catalogue bride, Gwydion and Math's balmy invention, a cure for the cursed, Llechlau Gaffes, blighted by his own abandoning mother to never be loved by a human woman. 
I am the pig-brained wedding gift, embroidering an invented life, this manufactured marriage. I thread petals into stitches, caging them within the warp and weft of this whiffery. When this husband moves inside me, I pestle and mortar myself, decant the pontpourri of me into the fissures of this marital chamber. I draft myself back to the cloaking crinoline of the oak, the soft scurry of birds and insects inside me. I replant myself in the meadow, sink back into the cutch of the docile soil. I would uproot the stones of this prison if I could, reclaim my shelter under the roof of the fickle Welsh sky as it hoofs down its ocean upon me. I am now the white mask-squashed heart-face of a barn owl. I am elderberry eyes, fingers arthritic with talons. I am the tattered cloak of wheat, the moth's wingbeat. I am hunter, butcher, enemy of birds, tethered to the night like a haunting. I am witch-bird, juju, amulet for evil. I am caterwaul, screech-owl, banshee, scream, piccolo-hoot, a cry of mourning. I am the retort of to wit to my dead lover's silence. And what are feathers anyway but unbreakable flowers? Ben Wilkinson Mamtor All winter we ran across the moors, the doors to the peaks blown open by blizzards or taken clean off their hinges like those ancient houses on gale-torn summits. Winnet's Pass was closed but we skipped the warning that day like night parked halfway up its ice-age helter-skelter, stumbled out. What were we thinking all that long, long year, barely seeing what was right up ahead? At the trig point we swore we saw a figure, hunched and cursing in the sleet. We trudged back down, as if it were a coffin path, each of us counting out our own metered feet. Ilsa Peddler The Young Man and the Fox The fox waited by the side of the road, headlights making mirrors of its eyes. Its nose a nugget of wet coal mined from the strata of scents, pepper of crushed leaves, stale musk of badger, the clean heaviness of turned earth. Now, it was suffocating in the seam of man. After his parents left, the young man listened to the drone of cars caged the room, the window judder with a passing bus. He put his clothes on hangers, arranged his books, cradled in his hands the wooden bowl and photo frame his girlfriend had made. He ripped blue tack into balls and fixed himself to the wall in photos, ticket stubs and more photos. Scraping from the dustbins made him turn to the window and in the moonlit lamps of the fox's eyes he saw fields and hedgerows and the silver wind of the lane home. With the russet spill of its tail, the fox turned. Rosalind Hudis the plant hunter. Item. 
there must be food in China, Joseph Hooker. He is a man of lists. It's like laying steps across the river. You need to think in pebbles when the jungle's losing you ten ways at once. Tweeds, for example, camphor oil and a string. China's the map on his desk, a lunar quilt, massed creases that mean height and emptiness, places where mules slide over, vertigo, flowers. Where there are flowers, there are people seeded to valleys, ledges, a yellow outcrop of monks, rice, eggs, fowl. Logic is homespun and muscular, will get him from meal to meal to the altitude for theft. But first, there is the moment when he transforms, when he stands up at dawn above a forest and sees the mountains gilded like a prize. He'll possess the image before he breaks a stem. To get that far, you need to conserve your breath, square up, scale down. Jam is essential to civilised mush and whiskey is antiseptic. But nothing to dull the petals, unfingered blue. Eric Ngale Charles. Homelands, we cry for you. Here in our diaspora, your children wandering barefoot are treated like knaves with no names, chasing gold stones, silver slits, grandfather sold for broken mirrors. Where are our heroes? Your tears taste of rape, we cry for you. A child giving cellotape to fix their broken biscuits. Did we not undress on the banks of the river for you? These are not pictures of us. Bloated belly, kwashoko, our wrinkled shin bones gained sitting by the fire when the rains came. Mothers of the mountains, fathers of the sea, why must your children walk on dried leaves? Mokele Mbembe, River Deity, the one who roams Congo Basin. Why are our dreams lost? Are they waiting for us in the lands beyond the horizons? Will you open the floodgates after 1,000 years? Mokele Mbembe, River Deity, you alone know where our dreams have gone. Why we wonder. Kimmo. All the men I never married, number 35. You are telling me about the city, about the city starving, about the siege and forgive me for only half listening, until you mention the woman with the cigarette, held between her fingers then quick between her lips, how she stubbed each one out again and again, her hair covering her shoulders. Forgive me for thinking of her face when you're talking about the city, about the city starving. Forgive me for concentrating on her skin, the woman with the nervous smile, the woman with the sibilant name. All I can imagine is her hair covering her shoulders while outside your city dwindled to nothing. Forgive me for not asking how you survived in there. It's true that at first I was distracted by your eyes until you mentioned the woman then she bloomed in my mind her bare shoulders, 
her long hair. And now I know something is ending when you say make love and I say sex. But either way, I realise I don't want to. Or more accurately, I don't want to stop wanting it. I'd rather stay here, poised on this edge with you. Neither one thing or the other. A beautiful balancing trick. Half knowing nothing, half knowing your body. And please carry on looking at me in that way. I feel unclothed when you do, just for you. Though not nude, but naked with you in this space. But don't assume I'm the woman in that place. If I'm anything, I'm the cigarette burning. And you are the city, and you are starving. Thank you to all of the poets featured in this anthology. You can hear more from all of them by subscribing to the Seren Poetry Podcast in your favourite podcast app. We'll post a link in the show notes for this podcast. Subscribing to the Seren Poetry Podcast is easy, and once subscribed, you'll have all future editions delivered to your podcast feed the moment they're released. Start by searching for the Seren Poetry Podcast in your favourite podcast app, We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and all good podcast apps. When you've found the podcast, look for a button or tab that says subscribe. Some apps may say favorite, follow, or add. Click on the button to add us to your list of favorite podcasts. This has been an Alternative Stories 2022 production for the Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. The Alternative Stories and Fake Realities podcast. Audio drama, poetry, fiction.